0: Hello everyone, my name is Amanda Lise Love and I'm a registered holistic nutritionist and today's guest is Lewis. so welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. I'm happy to be here and nutrition is I believe probably the foundation of
0: everything. I totally agree. So tell me, I love to start this question with every guest that I have and I love to know how did you get into what you're doing now?
1: That is a loaded question because I'm 78 <laughs> and it wasn't like I was a teenager and I wanted to be a shame guilt educator and a filmmaker and a counselor and write books. But anyway, that's what led me to where I am. I always wanted to be in the health field. I've always wanted to help people. and I. Uh, started as like a nurse's aide when about 12 years old and then I went on to nursing, a registered nurse and I was very deep into the medical world because my husband was a doctor and I'm a nurse and I helped start one of the first kidney hemodialysis units in the country in Jefferson Hospital in 66, 1966 and then I worked in open heart surgery in nineteen. 19- 62 and I saw myself as a forerunner looking back on my life but I was always in the health field and it was interesting because I wanted to know what was the latest thing to do what was the most important thing to do and my health started crumbling down in my late 40s they call the midlife crisis well they were right. (laughs) <laughs> my health crumbled, but I didn't understand why. And my heart, I had a mitral valve prolapse, it was they called a leaky valve. Then I had migraine headaches for 30 years. Uh, that was that was horrific. I don't can't believe that I sustained that for 30 years, that migraine That's headache. That's a
0: long time.
1: Yes. And my medical world just gave me more pills. Because they, they said, oh, you have, we understand what's wrong. And I said, oh, good. Tell me. I want to know because I can fix it. They said, you have cluster migraine headaches. And I'm going, okay. He said, well, that means you just have to take more drugs. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I, with my problems, I, my daughter had gotten ill. and. I met a holistic physician. God has this all planned, I think. So he showed me different things to use like MSM and other nutrients and my daughter healed. And I went, whoa, this is another side of medicine that I have never seen before. So that's when I took the pills and threw them down the the commode and (sighs) gave up medicine. And I fell on the, I'll never forget this day. I fell on the floor crying because I love my profession so much, but they had not helped me. They have not supported me. They just told me, go home and take my drugs. And it was an incredible feeling of me being left alone because medicine was my whole life. I mean, I started this first kidney hemodialysis unit to help people. I, you know, I was very, very focused in the medical world and they couldn't help me, but they didn't say they couldn't help me. They just said, just take your drugs and go home. And it was appalling to me. And. I said to myself, what am I going to do now? And I went, I I don't know. (laughs) And I always felt alive and always felt energized. But I was depressed. And then eventually things start happening in my life on the positive side. Uh, One of my friends called me who lived in Arizona, and she said, oh, why don't you come for a visit? And I went, well, okay. I mean, my kids are in college, and I said, okay. So I visited her, and she says, oh, my goodness, you look horrible. And I said, I feel horrible because I had broken bones, had scoliosis. I walked sort of half bent with severe headaches and um, all sorts Problems and my heart wasn't working. I couldn't breathe it well, so um I said okay. So I met this physician who was a chiropractor, but he was different. He was like a shaman healer, which I did not know about. I, you know, I never investigated the holistic world. I'm total medicine, but they they failed me. So I, my mind was open because I didn't see myself dying. Even though they said you're just dying. Because your heart's not working, your liver's not working, and and, um, you can't breathe, and you got broken bones, and you're all, you know, my whole spine was completely locked. Like, I couldn't move my head. In order to look in the back, I had to turn my whole body. Like, my head was not separate from my body. Wow. So I was like a stick person, you know, like walking straight, sort of straight. Anyway, so he adjusted me and I went, oh my goodness, I can breathe. I took a very deep breath. He he said, you're not going to die from your broken bones and your scoliosis, but your heart is not working. I go, tell me something that I don't know. I know it doesn't work because I can't breathe, but I could breathe after he adjusted me. And I went, wow, what else can you do? I was like, you're the first person I've ever met in 50 years that touched me and adjusted some bones and, and I and the, and you healed me without medicines. I mean, it was like a shock <laughs> to me, but it was like interesting. I mean, like if you can't breathe and all of a sudden somebody adjusts a bone and you can start breathing, you think, wow, this is cool. So <laughs> anyway... I saw him a few times, but I had to go back to the East Coast. And then he said, I can help you. And I start laughing because no doctor ever said they can help me. They threw me out of, I was asked to leave a yoga class because I was really poor um, advertisement for him because I really couldn't bend. They actually asked me, I cried after that one. They said, this teacher came to me she says oh can you come here and I said sure she says I think it's best for you not to attend this weekend of yoga because you're not able to bend or move and it's really not good for the other people to see that she says I'll refund your money so wow I know because you know I was stiff yeah (laughs) I I can I can see what she's saying but she said no one can help you with that and I went I cried. I cried so much because people were saying, no one can help you. You can't move. We can't fix it. And you can't take any more drugs. So it's like, but there's God. <laughs> so I I always had that in my heart. And so this one doctor said he could help me. And I laughed because I said, how can you say that? And he says, because I can help you. So I had a flow. Phlo- fly back to the east coast and two or three days later my shoulder hurt so bad because he helped it but you know I needed more help that night I had a dream where he came into my dream and adjusted my shoulder I kid you not wow and I went wow who is this guy know, it was like And I did feel better, but it wasn't as good as him doing it in person. So that happened two times and eventually I went back again and I just knew that he was the only guy that can fix me, can help this poor body that's not working and uh, also my daughter spent time with um a holistic doctor in Sedona she did some um uh, extra um study with him he was she was a physician and she was studying with one of the holistic doctors there so i i met him as well so anyway i moved to the west coast i packed up all the kids belongings and put the house for sale and i said i'm moving they go what how can you move i i mean, they're going to i'm sitting in this home saying, I can stay here and die, or I can move to the West Coast with this doctor who can do things that I don't know what he's doing, but I better. Mm, should I live or die? I'll remember sitting there because if I stay here, I'll die. I know that I'm a nurse. I can't breathe. Or should I go to this doctor and to sell the house? Tell the kids one was in sophomore in college one was a junior one was a senior and they don't come home that much they came home summer so i said i'll just stay there for the winter and come back in the summer for the children but i can sell the house so i did that and the kids were all in shock and so forth and so on but i said i have a chance to live so i moved there and eventually um a holistic doctor who I got to know, he told me about vegetable juicing. He said, you're extremely toxic from all the uh, drugs you've taken. And he taught me to juice green vegetables, not fruits, green vegetables, like dandelion greens and carrots. And I would juice. I went out and got a juicer and I juiced the vegetables. And within 15 minutes, my headache was gone and all the pains inside of me were gone. Like I had no pain. I was like, whoa, I can't believe this. Then about three or four hours later, the pain comes back. So I said, I'll just do more juicing. So I would juice vegetables three times a day. And slowly, my body was starting to heal. It was... It was like a miracle. And I worked with the physician. He helped me put my body back together. And I had brain traumas so badly that I couldn't go outside during the daytime. That's pretty severe.
0: That is severe.
1: I could only go out in the evening when the sun wasn't out because my head was so crushed when I was a kid. Wow. I was thrown down steps and hit cement. And uh, it was, my jaws were broken. And um, my C1, two and three were broken too. They broke my neck purposely. And I remember that I finally remembered that I had in your death experience God sent me back, so I always had this spirit. And now I understand why I had felt spirit so close to God because I went there to visit God, and God sent me back. I was about five or six years old.
0: Wow, that's incredible!
1: So people who break C one, C two, and three don't live. Wow, that's right. They die. Yeah. And I did, (laughs) but God sent me back. So that's the power of God. Okay, now I still had problems with my necklace. I couldn't move it, but I was live and functioning. God is good. What else can I say? If you're meant to be here, you're gonna be here.
0: I totally agree with that.
1: And um, anyway, so eventually, I healed, but emotionally, I had all that shame guilt. And I went to therapy and they did all the talk therapy and I felt a little less depressed and didn't want to commit suicide, but I still was miserable. And then I learned about shame guilt in a way that nobody else knows about it. And I learned that it's just an energy. It's like a parasitic energy that comes over us and changes all our positive emotions to negative ones, like a computer virus. Shame, guilt, energy is like a computer virus. It messes up your computer and Microsoft Word and you can't get in and you can't do this and that and you want to throw it away. Well, we can't throw our bodies away, right? No. We have to heal them. Exactly. So I, I learned, it, I, yeah, that's right, so I learned how to address shame guilt as an energy and remove it from my body. And I heal. Shame, guilt, energy turns our compassion into depression. Turns our intuition to anxiety. Turns our passion into anger. But when we release the shame, guilt, they turn back positive. I went, this is so cool. It's so much easier than taking each individual motion. And so people wanted to know what I was doing because I healed, you know, through physical work, through the chiropractor, but also in the nutrition, that was vital. uh, Interesting now, 22 years later, I still juice vegetables. Wow. Now not every day, but every two days or three days. I go to the farm and pick up my vegetables and do some. And if I don't do that, I use that vitality because it's fresh enzymes.
0: So That's quite a story.
1: So it goes on. So now that I'm the shame guilt educator and they're going, oh, we don't want to talk about that. Because nobody, you know, talks about shame and guilt. We don't have it. We don't talk about it. Now the pandemic comes in and everybody's saying, oh, my emotions, shame and guilt. Lois, can you talk about shame and guilt? And I went, oh, thank you. Now I can talk about it because people are more aware of it. So now I'm becoming very popular because I talk about how to get rid of shame and guilt. And it's nothing but a trickster energy. And uh, excuse me for this whatever that came up anyway so that's what i'm doing now and i make them people can't see what i see sometimes because of that near-death experience thing so i at 66 i went to film school to learn how to make film and my films are out now about how shame guilt affects us because you believe what you see
0: how Like, what do you find people are dealing with, with the shame? Well,
1: everybody's dealing with depression or anxiety or health issues. Uh, Everybody has, you know, something. And it's all related to shame guilt. It's amazing. You can take any emotion that's negative and bring it back to shame guilt, like bullying. Well, that's shame guilt because people feel not good enough and they have to deal other people. Procrastination, that's shame guilt because you're shaming yourself. So I teach people how to make friends with their inner critic because our inner critic is our shame guilt producer. And we can't throw him out because he's part of us. You have to say, hi, George, my, whatever the name is. My inner critic is called King. And instead of shaming me and guilting me all the time, he took another job. He goes around and finding podcasts for me and brings me beautiful people like you. So he's got a job change. Yeah. But we had to negotiate to get that job.
0: Right. And I think we we put a lot of pressure on ourselves if we're dealing with... Well,
1: of course them. we are. Yeah. Everybody has an inner critic. Luckily, you only have one. Some people have two. Yeah. One person I dealt, I held, had three.
0: Wow. I know. That is it... Are they... It's, their, it's them putting pressure on themselves, but it's other people. Do you well, find of course.
1: Them? But if you yeah. don't know any better, you accept all that shame guilt that people give you. And that's what I do. I help people to understand that stress is shame guilt energy. When you're stressful, you're fearful, that's shame guilt energy. We have different, we have like a thousand different names for shame guilt. Yes. Yeah, and that's and that's what I say to people, if you don't name it, if you don't name what it is, you'll never fix it.
0: Do you find people struggle with like saying that they struggle with like shame and guilt? Even of expressing course. it. Yeah. But
1: people say, oh, I'm just so depressed. And I'm tired of going to therapy for managing my depression. I want to get rid of it. And I said, I can help you with that because if you don't get rid of the shame, guilt, Causing the depression, you'll always have depression. You'll always have guilt if you don't get rid of the shame. So that's the first teaching. Shame guilt doesn't belong to us, it's a foreign energy upon us, and it's a computer virus. Or you can call it a people virus.
0: Sounds like you're really helping people to realize they need that help with like. Everybody
1: anything. does. Yeah. Everybody. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, president of a corporation or you you know, wash the floors <laughs> or you have no kids or you're healthy or you're unhealthy. It's an energy that <sighs> destabilizes you. Now, we have love energy. hmm. And the love energy gives us what? Joy and peace and happiness and confidence and awareness. We're more intuitive. We're kinder. We want to share. We're lovable. Then you have negative energy, shame, guilt. That gives us depression and anxiety. I'm not good enough. Procrastination. I'm unhealthy. I can't heal. I'm, I'm a jerk. And I'm the good. Right. That's it. That's the story. And no one's talking like that.
0: No, they're
1: not. No, because I know I'm the, I'm like a forerunner. person.
0: Well, thank you so much for sharing your story and talking about it. Is there anything else you would like to share? Is that I'm
1: 78 and I can go skiing for free now, snow skiing because They give it to people over 75, which is awesome. And I roll a blade with my grandsons. And I'm just getting better and better. I lost my gray hair and everything.
0: That's awesome. Well, thank you so much.
1: We can can use instead (laughs) of age.
0: Yeah, I love it. I love that you're saying, oh, just because you're, you're getting older doesn't mean you can't change. Well, you're getting, I prefer to get younger than older. <laughs> I love it. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. I'll put your stuff in the show notes. Okay. Blessings.